welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio, and we are your loyal, hopefully mostly humble coaches, Tim and Julie Harris. So Julie, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's great to be here. Looking forward to it. Now, we are going to cover a topic today, which I think actually the the big uh, Keller Williams event was last week. And, you know, it's interesting. I was reading the um, reports about the Keller Williams event on Inman Select. And if you guys are not Inman Select members, you really need to seriously consider doing that uh, because the information you uh, learn on Inman Select is really fantastic. They have great interviews, access that you don't normally read or have otherwise. So one of the, uh, the elements of today's call are some of the same elements that I heard Gary talking about uh, during his uh, speech in front of all the Keller Williams agents. And you know, it's fascinating to me, Julie, you and I have been in this space, we've been coaching agents for decades, and you know, it always comes down to a handful of things that will actually make you money, but it's all the other hundreds and dozens and billions hmm. of things, the, the Carl Sagan billions and billions of billions, things. Billions, billions, yeah. right. <laughs> that distract us, that, that we fill our days with. So even though yeah. there's only a handful of things that actually get us paid in real estate, actually put us in a position to be able to help people and make money, there really are, guys, only a handful of things that will lead to that result. There's all these other things that show up on our radars that are trying to distract us and saying, hey, look at me, I am important, I will help you make money, I will make your life this, that, or the other. And being able to sift and sort through all of that, uh, all that noise, all that static is hard. I don't doubt it. I, I remember when Julie and I got our real estate licenses and we started, we were REMAX agents, and this was back in the early 90s. I remember the only place you could really buy infor- yeah, buy stuff, you know, for your you know business cards and maybe some postcards. The, risk, and the Internet wasn't even out then, guys, just to put that in perspective. Um, you know, we had this big, huge REMAX preferred supplier catalog, right? A paper catalog. Here you go, Tim and Julie. You know, we looked through it. We, we thought to ourselves, well, this doesn't work. All this stuff is just goofiness, and we didn't end up using yeah. any of it. But, you know, because Julie and I knew that in order to actually make money to help people, we had to develop our sales skills, and that's the path that we went on and the path that, you know, frankly, at this point, tens of thousands of our coaching clients are on as well. The bottom line here, guys, is I know it's confusing. I know sometimes it's overwhelming. And on today's radio show, Julie and I are going to do our best to help you guys uh, adopt maybe some business maturity so that you can feel comfortable saying no to the things that maybe even intuitively I'd imagine you knew or you know are just gimmicks. And so you can focus on the things that are actually going to put you in a position to help people and actually going to put you in a position to make money. So, Julie, before we get to that, do you have any coaching clients that you'd like to recognize on yes, today's radio show? actually. Yep, and uh, Coach Nick Hansen is coaching uh, someone who I've also coached, Lana Franklin, out in Washington State. She's an Encore Realty in Richland, Washington. And she has taken something that we uh, use in coaching called the Daily Success Game, and what we're doing today will eventually lead to that. And she has really developed this into an absolute success game. She actually has turned it into a grid. They color in the, the things that they're doing that are on this list we're going to talk about today that actually make you money, and, and we've turned it into a game. Real estate does not have to be a grind. So 
Um, Lana and her team, by the way, she's got a brokerage, but her team is on track to do more than 100 transactions this year, um, doing it the good old-fashioned, normal, regular residential real estate, and she has made it less of a grind and more of a game. That's what we want all of you guys to do. So she's taking it to the next level, and actually her coach Nick has shared this on our private Facebook page for our coaching clients. So kudos to you, Lana, for not just being coachable, but taking it to the next level. Absolutely. All right. So, Julie, the topic of today's radio show, um, and this is, I think, this, you know, honestly, we spend a lot of time talking about mindset, and mindset's important. Our belief is that 90% of your ever-increasing continued success is your mindset and 10% is skill set. I know that might sound a little counterintuitive to a lot of you, uh, thinking that, well, I can just learn how to do this, learn how to do that, and, you know, basically everything will work out. But the reality of it is, is even the best educated agent who knows everything backwards and forwards but doesn't but has an issue with their mindset with regards to their belief system about themselves they're not going to be successful so you really do have to have both and i would go as far as to say well guess what we believe it's 90% mindset 10% skill set and make sure that the 10% that you put in your head is going to be the 10% that's actually going to um, you know get you into the into the end zone you know there's a great matthew mcconaughey quote so julie and i are in austin so we we quote matthew mcconaughey cuz he's from austin <laughs> and he said basically Life is too short to get uh, to get. Uh, let's see. Well, life is too short to get good at many things. So choose the one thing that you're going to be best at for the long run, or something to that effect. Yeah. Life. Well, I'll remember it in a second when I have another sip of coffee. But Julie, the topic of today's radio show is the only seven things that make you money in real estate. Oh, I remembered it. Life is too short to get good at uh, any one thing. Make sure the one thing that you choose is the one thing that you're actually going to want to, uh, you know, basically be the best at for your entire life. And for him, it was acting, you know, and for you, have you decided to make that one thing real estate? Have you actually decided and fully embraced the idea that you're going to become your market's best agent? Have you actually said, this is what I'm going to be best at? I'm going to leave nothing to chance. I'm going to master every single thing that I possibly can so that when I walk into a room, people will know, oh, that's Bill. He is the market's best agent. Have you actually? Now, I'm not talking the ego stuff from the billboards and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the confidence that comes from a genuine, sincere desire to help people backed up by the knowledge necessary to get the job done. Is that, is that your goal? You know, are you really pursuing that? with a one-minded focus, you know, sometimes we resist the idea that we have to become salespeople. We resist the idea that we have to say, you know what, I am a real estate agent or I am a fill-in-the-blank, whatever it is that you do, and I'm going to be the best at this, and I'm not going to be ashamed of it. I'm not going to, you know, any room I walk into, I'm going to be absolutely thrilled to let everyone know that I can help them buy or sell real estate. Until you have that mindset, guys, you're not, you're not actually going to cultivate um, the success that you want. You're not actually going to seek out the information that you need in order to develop the skill set. So it starts with, again, the mindset that you have to be the best iteration of you doing this particular job that there ever has been. And then when you just embrace that, and, and, and guys, the, the, the challenge that most agents have is the last thing they want to be called is a salesperson. Well, you are a salesperson, so become the best salesperson that you can be, uh, the best that there ever was, the best that, you know, they'll be writing folk songs about you 100 years from now. You're so good. You guys following me on all this? Now, okay, for that to happen, what is it going to take? 
It's going to take you becoming really good at skills. It's going to take you becoming really good with your, you know, everything with regards to market knowledge. It's also going to take, and this is the hardest thing, and this is the theme of today's radio show, your ability to look through the forest and, and basically see the light. You're going to have to have a very good filter for knowing what to say no to. So on today's radio show, as Julie said, we're going to be helping you guys focus on the seven things that actually do make you money in real estate and actually do put you in the position to help other people. So, Julie, without any further delay, let's get to the first point. You got it. So accept the fact that every day you are either self-employed or self-unemployed. Your actions determine your outcome. Your actions must be dollar productive for you to succeed. Second fact, you must work in your business more than you work on your business until you achieve predictable, duplicatable profit. Working in is what makes you money. Working on is usually the fun part. Now, most agents, if you guys are being honest, spend 80 to 90% working on and maybe 10% working in the business. Successful agents do it the opposite way, which is what we're talking about today. They spend 90% working in and only 10% working on. So what are the things that make us money in real estate? What are the items that keep you in a place of providing value? You remember, profit is the result of the value you provide. So here's the exercise, and this is always fun. Our coaches do this on coaching calls. You guys can do it right now on the radio show. So get out a fresh piece of paper and draw a vertical line so that you've got a left-hand side and a right-hand side of the page. You're going to label the left side dollar productive daily activity, or you might actually write what makes me money in real estate. And then you're going to label the right-hand side everything else. With me so far, Tim? Is this making sense? I love it. Keep going. All right. Perfect. So the left-hand side, remember, what makes me money in real estate, is actually very simple. Number one, most important of all, generate leads. Because without that, the rest of the list doesn't make any sense. So you've got to generate the leads in the first place. Now, this means marketing, prospecting, or both. Most top producers are marketing-based, prospecting-enhanced, or prospecting-based, marketing-enhanced. If you do not have a marketing budget, you must be prospecting-based. So there's some get-real conversations right there. But let's just say we figured out the generate leads part. If you're already stymied, you probably need to have a coaching call, free coaching calls for agents.com, so we can help you figure out this very important point, generate leads in the first place. Then that leads logically to number two on the left-hand side of your page, follow up relentlessly on leads of all types. That means you do not end the day without following up on your leads. You use lead follow-up scripts. You follow lead follow-up rules. You are doing this because you know it's what leads to money. That leads then, if you've done your lead follow-up, to number three, pre-qualify all leads before you meet with them. That means buyers and sellers using pre-qualification scripts. Why? Because if you're going to spend your time on those appointments, we're believing that it's going to lead to a paycheck. And if you haven't pre-qualified, you really have no reason to believe that you're going to get paid for your hard work. So pre-qualify, that's important point number three. That leads to number four. Once you've generated the lead, followed up, and pre-qualified, now it's time to present. This includes the listing presentation as well as showing homes to buyers and also eventually means using a real buyer presentation. I know, controversial subject. Well, nobody does that. Well, that's why you guys all complain about buyers. So point number four is present listing presentation, presenting homes to buyers, and also the buyer presentation. So point number five 
is to negotiate. Negotiating makes you money in real estate. If you stink at it, you make less. So that's kind of the filter we're running that through. Then number six is close. Close means two things. Obviously close for the signature as well as actually close the transaction. And then point number seven, my favorite point, lather, rinse, repeat. Did I go through that too fast, Tim? I mean, it's pretty cut and dry, pretty logical stuff, I think. Well, again, as Julie said, it's the order in which you guys think of a transaction. You generate the lead. That's point number one. You follow up relentlessly with all these leads. Now, there's obviously Julie and I could vamp on all these points for like you know, right. five years, just that Beyond. one, follow up <laughs> relentlessly on all leads. Remember, guys, furiously fast lead follow-up, okay? Furiously fast lead follow-up means that you call everyone back within a minute or less. Furiously fast lead lead follow-up is often the secret sauce, even for a low-skilled agent, uh, to mm -hmm. making money or not. That is something you better all have tattooed on your brains. Pre-qualify all leads before meeting with them. In other words, you have to know for sure. Use our scripts, guys. Coaching clients, use the scripts. Mr. Seller or Mr. Buyer, I assume because you're calling me directly, you're not working with another agent, right? Use all the questions so you can determine that you're, you know, make sure you're not wasting your time. Do not be a Pop-Tart agent, okay? Number four, present. This includes listing uh, presentations and showing homes to buyers. So what Julie is saying is when you're presenting, you have to have an organized presentation. Sellers obviously have a listing presentation. Buyers should have a buyer presentation. The close on the seller uh, presentation is obviously the listing contract, but some of you are still resisting to this day getting a commitment out of the buyer. Listen, guys, it's okay if you get a buyer's agency contract signed for, say, six months. Um, and then maybe you write into the buyer's agency contract that if for any reason they're not 100% satisfied with the services you're providing, that you'll allow them to cancel the contract with you for no string, with no strings attached with like maybe 72 hours notice. But that excludes any properties that you would introduce them to. So then they have basically still a, a resemblance of control, but you also have control so you know you're not wasting your time. You show them a house, they end up buying it, they've signed a buyer agency contract, they know that they have to contractually make sure you're on the contract. That way no hanky-panky might happen between a build rep and your buyer, a FISBO and your buyer. You guys get the idea. And number five, Julie talked about, was negotiate. Number six was close. And then obviously just repeat. So what gets confusing, guys, is you say, okay, Tim, Julie, I get it. But we all know that generating leads is the most important thing. We all know that if you, can't, if you don't have leads, then basically you have nothing to chase. So here's where it gets really confusing. All the guys that want to sell you stuff know that you need leads and know that you want leads. The world is basically a wall-to-wall -wall companies that sell you leads. Um, and again, I hearken back to when Julie and I first started getting into real estate when we were early 20s, you know. Uh, there, were, there were nobody that was uh, offering to sell us leads. There were no portals. There were no this, that's, and the others. There was basically you and your determination. <laughs> yeah. That was it. You, know? you barely and, you know, had a I cell have, phone back then. I mean, but, that's crazy. But Julie, Julie, but yeah. if we're being honest, if we're being honest, mm -hmm. if if we were coming mm -hmm. of age in this industry now, if you and I twenty years ago, right, and we entered into this business and we were inundated with the portals that wanted us to sell us buyer leads, this, that, and the other, all these different yeah. companies that wanted to sell us buyer leads. You know, the truth is, you probably would have, or a coach or somebody would have had probably kind of a hard time selling us into the idea that we had to actually learn skills and mm -hmm. we actually had to take the time to become a master at something like I was just talking to you guys on the top. It would have been a hard sell for anyone to convince us of that. For sure. Convince us of that. We didn't have all the distractions that you guys do nowadays. We just didn't. But here's the thing. Because 
we didn't have those distractions because we were forced to um, learn skills. I mean, we sold 100 houses our first year in the business. You guys can do the same thing. People to this day say, oh, my God, how did you do that? It was one house, one for sale by owner, one expired, one chasing this buyer down the street, one chasing you know that seller, one transaction at a time. It wasn't a big you know subdivision. It wasn't anything like that. We didn't have a big REO account. It was one transaction at a time, and it was based on sales skills. Now, I am, and I was, and Julie, you know, for our whole real estate career, so thankful that we didn't have an easier way of it. Because had we, we never would have actually been forced to develop the skills. But see, here's, here's the challenge that you guys have. Because you have all of these, you know, well-meaning distractions of folks that want to sell you leads, you are rationalizing, and I think for the most part you're doing it unknowingly. I believe that. You're rationalizing, well, I don't actually have to do any of the heavy, heavy lifting. I don't actually have to learn the skills. I don't have to actually do the things that, say, you know, what Tim and Julie had to do 20 years ago. Thank God it's you know, 2015, 16, 17, and not when Tim and Julie got in. Okay, I get it. But if you don't develop the skills, here, here's the little dichotomy for all of you. You'll be forever dependent on somebody selling you leads. You'll be forever dependent on the quality of the leads that they're trying to sell you. You'll be forever dependent on them raising the rates or their lead generation widget uh, continuing to work. I don't know about you, but that does not sound like a business. That sounds a little bit like insanity because you're always going to be looking for, and this is what many of you do, you're always going to be looking for what's next. What's the next big idea? What are you guys doing to generate listing leads? What's getting this? What's getting that? Doesn't that burn you out? Doesn't that make you broke? Doesn't that make you frustrated? Didn't you get into this business originally because you wanted to feel like you had a business, because you wanted to feel like you had freedom, independence, something you'd be proud of? And now what do you find yourselves the slave of? Whatever the new shiny, bright, you know, look-at-me type object is out there, website or whatever, trying to sell you leads. I don't discount the validity of some of those businesses. Some of them are great. But I will strongly suggest that if you really plan on being in this business for the long run, that you master the skills that are necessary and take the time to do the heavy lifting. Actually take the time to learn some of the basics, master the basics, accept, embrace, love the mindset that you are the world's best version of you as a realtor. When you do that, guys, everything changes. Your mindset changes. So, Julie, on the right side of the page, let's list all the stuff that prevents you from living your life um, on the left side of the page. So why don't you go right ahead? Yeah, and, and, you know, it's a pretty extensive list. I actually can be challenged sometimes at filling in that side of the page because we coach so much to the other side of the page that even thinking about the right-hand side of the page can be, you know, kind of irritating in a way. So on the right side though, let's be honest, let's list all the other stuff that prevents you from being on the left-hand side of the page. A lot of this stuff looks like work, definitely feels like work, seems important, but you can't actually track it right to a paycheck. So I would put number one, anything beginning with the word tweak, tweaking your home brochures, tweaking your website, tweaking whatever. Okay. Uh, point number two, caravans, tours, meetings, oh my, is what I wrote. You know, so the realtor caravan, I mean, honestly, that's just social hour for agents. If you have a real buyer, you're going to go find the right property for that buyer. You don't need to spend all of Tuesday on a caravan. Um, number three, meeting with lenders, inspectors, appraisers, title people. Yeah, you might get a free lunch out of it. That's great, especially those of you who are really living on the edge. Okay, But are you going to get paid from that? No, 
does not directly lead to a paycheck. Point number four, this is a big black hole, messing around online, claiming that your social networking is prospecting. Am I being too hard on them with this stuff, Tim? I mean, it certainly nope. seems like this could qualify as work. Right? Well, you know, it's funny, Julie. It's funny. I'm going to interject something again. I was just in my mind thinking back to, um, you know, summary of Gary Keller's uh, speech at homecoming, and he was talking about what you just said. It was like his first point, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. You know, the fact is, is that all the online stuff, all the social networking stuff, is fantastic. You know what, guys? Julie and I've been in been able to stay in contact with friends, family, neighbors. You too, right? But the reality of it is, is the only way you're really going to take uh, those online conversations and make them into a real estate transaction is if you take them offline. Uh, do not believe that tweeting and Facebooking and all the rest of it is actually going to result in a transaction. Be okay with, hey, I'm a salesperson. I may have initiated this conversation on Facebook, but let's meet for coffee. How about I come over and I give you a CMA on your house? How about we take this conversation to the next level and I find out if I can actually be of service to you to help you with your real estate needs? You guys, too many of you, are again believing that the social networking contacting whatever, whatever is going to get you into the end zone. It does not. You have to take those conversations to the next level. You find me a top-producing agent who's been a top-producing agent for 20-plus years who is reliant on um, that type of stuff to lead generate. They don't exist. And the next couple of weeks, we're going to be introducing you guys on this radio show to literally some of the agents, a couple of which, um, well, one of which for sure I know is a billionaire, and they all started out selling real estate just like you. And I'm going to little maybe do too much of a spoiler Here's the one thing that they have in common, and this is going to piss a lot of people off, but here it is. None of them have teams. I'm going to say it again. None have teams. They might have one, two, or three assistants. That's it. They don't spend their time worrying about building a team. They focus all their energies on the seven things that Julie just said. You will hear that when you listen to them. I'm wondering, honestly, Julie, I, I truly wonder how many people will listen to what they're saying. You know, next week we're going to uh, do an encore presentation of the number one, uh, I think she's Coldwell Banker agent in the world. And when I asked her, does she have a team, I asked her for the first time. I didn't know how she'd answer the question on that radio show replay that we're going to uh, roll out next week. You know what? She paused because she was worried that her telling the truth that she doesn't have a team would be offensive or unbelievable to the current mindset of the real estate industry. Guys, I'm not saying teams are bad. In most situations, they're good. Um, but the reality of it is, is the most successful agents in the country don't have teams in the sense of what many of you guys are being led to believe is the ultimate real estate model of having a bunch of minions running around working with clients. The ones that are focused on making profit run their businesses a very distinct, specific way. Listen to those interviews as we roll them out in the next, like I said, one's next week, then a week after, then a week after, week after. You guys are going to really have your eyes open. I hope you're ready for that message. I'm sorry, Julie. Go ahead. Yes, yeah, so again on our list of things that seem like work, you know, a lot of people have led you to believe that this will end in a paycheck. Um, you know, buying your leads and praying to the real estate gods that someone will call and tell you to bring your sign on over. And of course we talk about this a lot. So that seems like a good thing to do, but is it predictable and duplicatable? Absolutely not. Number six, meeting with people who want to charge you a lot to brand you. And there's a lot of them pursuing you guys right now since the markets have picked up and they know you have money. So meeting with people who want to create your brand, and we're going to do this whole package and it's only going to cost you $12,000, but then you'll have business cards and you'll have brochures and blah, blah, blah. 
and, and that comes in a lot of different flavors. But you guys can get enticed by that because, of course, it makes you look fantastic. But does it result in a paycheck? Definitely not directly. Point number seven, tweaking your website. And this is an, another pretty black, big black hole, right? So there's people that will say, well, I'll manage your website. I'll post this and that for you or your blog or what have you. And it's just going to cost you an easy monthly charge of anywhere from 500 to two grand a month depending on what they claim they're going to do for you. Well, you got to meet with them and you know, I'll get more business from that. Really? How will you know? Can you absolutely swear that you're going to get more business from that the way you can when you spend your time on the left-hand side of the page? Absolutely not. And I'm sure, Tim, the list goes on. I wrote, etc., etc. Okay, Anything you're doing that's not on the money-making list goes on the right-hand side of the page. So how do you actually do something about this? Well, you post this chart that you just made on your wall on the way out of your office, whether that's your home office or your regular office. Maybe you put it in each place if you have both. And you have a big U-turn sign that says to yourself, if I am not on my way out the door to spend my time on the left-hand side of the page, I'm going to make a U-turn right back to my desk, put my headset back on, and spend some more time on the left-hand side of the page. That's the accountability of actually doing something about this. And then on a future radio show, we'll talk about you know, turning this into a game, the real estate success game. Make sense? Yep. Can I tell a story, Julie? Do you mind? We yeah, please. Time, no. right? Shoot. All right. Yep. So I have, I have, uh, and you know, these guys I've coached for quite a while, and I shouldn't say this on the radio because I know they listen, and I don't like to say stuff like this because then, generally speaking, it's harder to coach someone. Um, but I had this lovely couple uh, that I coached named Steve and Jody Parrish, and Steve and Jody. Um, long story short, they've <laughs> they've more or less been there, done that, right? And you know. She, Tons of experience, tons of background, tons of everything. Well, they now, she specifically, has decided that her new rule in life is going to be to set a listing appointment a day and take a listing a day. Now, I want you guys to think about that for a second. If you were to commit your mind, if you were just to say, you know, I am going to set a listing appointment a day and I'm going to take a listing appointment a day, if you were to actually say that, just for a second, own that for a millisecond, please, I beg you. Set one a day, take one a day. Do you notice that all of a sudden, almost in some sort of <laughs> creepy way, your mind immediately starts going to how you would do it? You see? <laughs> Don't, so resist. Don't resist it. Don't fight it. Okay? So if all of you guys had, from this radio show, and especially coaching clients, you better be embracing this, please, if the mindset of you're going to set one and you're going to take one a day, listings, not buyers, not tweaking your website, not doing all these other things, list, list or I'm sorry, set one, take one a day. Do you notice how all of a sudden all the crap that you've been doing that you're now beginning to realize that it's been a waste of time or it's not going to lead you to that specific goal? If your goal, if your main mission in life is to set one and take one a day, in the morning you focus on your setting of the appointment and your pre-qualifying, in the afternoon you set on your taking. Now, will you do it every single day? No. But how much better will your life be? So what if you guys were to all set aside all the other things that are distracting you? Let's not talk about dot loop. Who gives a rat's ass about dot loop? It doesn't really pertain to you, does it? Not really. You know, who gives a brat's ass about the portals or any of these other things? They're nice to talk about, but they're a distraction from what it takes to make you successful as an individual agent. It's set an appointment. It's take a listing every single day. Learn those skills. 
if you are terrible at everything else, so you're the worst buyer's agent ever, if you are just horrible at just every other aspect of your real estate business, but you're good at those two things, you will make a limit, an unbelievable limitless amount of money, and you'll be, helping, be able to help thousands and thousands of people. Guys, that is the bottom line. Have the mindset that, okay, so I'm going to now have my new rule be, as it was for Jody, that I'm going to set an appointment a day. So what did she have to stop doing? A lot. Okay? She had to stop doing a lot of things that maybe before she had been convinced were going to eventually produce a real estate transaction somewhere into the future. She said, you know what? I'm not going to waste my time on the hypothetical some days. I know what I have to do to get business from, uh, as, you know, what do I have to do today to set an appointment? Well, it's obvious. She knew what she had to do, and so do you. Many of you already know what you should be doing, but you're just not doing it. And I understand why you're not doing it because the distractions are so, you know, they're powerful, right? I mean, the message that you can just basically buy a lead and make money in 60 days. Who wouldn't want that? But you guys know it's mostly garbage. You know it's not true. So you've got to basically allow yourselves the opportunity to say, no, I will not be manipulated anymore by all this sort of goofiness that's, going to, that's, that's inundated our industry where people are just trying to sell me into being lazy. And instead, like Steve and Jody Parrish, I am going to take responsibility of setting an appointment a day and taking a listing a day. So you will quickly in your mind, there will be some resistance, there will be some doubt, There'll be some fear. There'll be some all that. And then on the other side of that thought is going to be, all right, now, how am I going to do it? What do I have to learn? What do I have to master? And, guys, that is the magic thought. When you get that, that is the biggest epiphany you'll ever have in real estate, that, when you decide that you're actually going to embrace the, uh, the idea of become, becoming your market's most dominant listing agent or Maybe you don't want to become the most dominant listing agent. Maybe your goal is just to have 20 listings at all times, and then I'll make you hundreds of thousands of dollars a year in net income. Perfect. Don't be scared of this, guys. These are not – These are. I know for the first time for a lot of you, these are intimidating thoughts, especially if you've come up in real estate in really the last 15 years, 10 years mostly. You're of the belief that you have to buy your business. No, you don't. You can say no to it. You can learn how to go get it. All the nation's top producing agents, that's how they do it. They don't buy business. Julie, any closing thoughts? Yeah, well, that, that's really what it comes down to is coming to terms with how different your life would be if you just lived it on the left-hand side of the page. Keep it simple. Some of you guys want it to be more difficult and more of a struggle, and you've been led to believe that that's normal. It's not normal for top producers. It's normal for them to be on the left-hand side of the page with a very duplicatable, predictable, profitable business. That's how you do it. You spend your time working in the business, less time working on the business with your distractions. And even more important than that, they ask for help when they need it. It's normal to have a little bit of a mindset struggle on this because you have to learn new skills. You've got to polish and upgrade everything you're doing to be really good at the left-hand side of the page. But think of the income, the profit that is attached to being able to help more people at a higher level. I mean, not doing that, really, you really shouldn't complain at that point if you're just saying, nope. I know all this stuff and I choose not to do it. Well, you don't get to complain then. It's so much more fun to live on the left-hand side of the page. Even if, you know, well, when you get into this habit, set one and take one, maybe they're not in the beginning the most perfect appointments, but think of the experience you're getting. Think of the polish that you're giving yourself. And then the know, next Jill, month you do it, you're taking more. Go ahead. That, that's the one thing I miss. You know, Julie and I sold for almost a decade between 100 and 200 homes a year. And Julie, the listing appointments, setting the appointment and going mm -hmm. on the appointments – 
that's the one thing I miss about real estate. That's yep, the truth. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, when you're out there in front of the seller, and especially when you're competing, when you've got your pre-listing pack, oh my, I literally, I'm talking You've got about it going this. on. <laughs> I feel like yeah. I, 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 I'm still to this day, I get excited about that. When you have your pre-listing yeah. pack all lined up, when you know you have an absolute 100% knockout punch listing presentation, and you're looking great, and you're feeling great, and you're walking to that seller's house, oh my God, that is such, an, that is a peak experience no, no, not a, the peak experience in real estate, mm-hmm. agreed? Absolutely, because you are actually using your skills and people are appreciating you for your skills and you're getting paid for your skills. Profit is the result of helping more people. And, and what's better than the listing presentation to highlight all that? Yeah. I mean, so I'm guys, excited listen, about it too. <laughs> so let's, maybe, maybe Julie and I were a little over-caffeinated today. It happens. <laughs> it's a cloudy right. day, first cloudy day in months here in, in Austin, and, and maybe we maybe we hit the brew a little too heavy this morning. I'll give you that. But, here, but here's the bottom line, guys. Some of you totally and completely understand and embrace what we're saying. You get it. You're with us. You're on the same page. Others listen to this stuff and, you know, our radio show every day, and you guys are, like, combative. You're, like, not understanding of what we're trying to – we're not trying to hurt you. We're trying to help you. We're, we're, we're trying to make you stronger. We're trying to put you in a position to help other people. We're trying to make it so that if there's another recession or depression, that you're not going to suffer from it. That's where our hearts and our minds are. So if there's anything we can ever do for you, please request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and we'll do everything in our power to help you guys. And that is what Julie and I and all of our coaches and all of our support staff, that is the commitment that we've made to become the best at, at supporting you to accomplish your dreams and your goals in your life. Let us do that. Allow us to help you accomplish those things. If there's anything we can ever do, guys, reach out at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Have a fantastic day, and we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.